Hi, I'm Thomas. Welcome to the Parachute Advice Podcast. My life has taken a lot of twists and turns, and on this podcast, I will dive into those experiences. The goal is to help everyone listening learn from my experiences and hopefully avoid some of the mistakes I've made. Welcome to today's episode of the Parachute Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. So far, we've talked about lean proteins, starches, support items, fruits and vegetables, and in, in the last episode, savory snacks. Well, today's the follow-up to savory snacks, where I'm going to cover sweet snacks. First off, like I mentioned in the previous episode, I kept none of this in the house during my actual diet phase. I just didn't want the temptation. And I also still track these fairly closely. As I mentioned in the previous episode, fairly closely to me means if a portion is 28 grams and I put 35 grams in the bowl, I'm still just going to log it as 28 grams. It's one portion. Why do I do this and how do I get away with this? Well, for two reasons. I rarely eat right up to my calorie number per day. And second of all, I still have my maintenance calories based around the idea of being sedentary with little to no exercise. Yet I work out five days a week. So as a result, being off by a few calories here and there is not a big deal for me. So here's my primary sweet snack list. Jello, Raymond's sugar-free gels, and snack pack sugar-free gels. I love Jello or sugar-free gels as a snack to accompany my lunch. I take that every day with me. I personally make sugar-free Jello every other week and portion it out to pack in my lunches. One trick I use to get a firmer Jello, more like what store-bought is like, is I add some extra plain gelatin when I'm making my Jello so that when it hardens up, it's a little firmer. If I don't want to make Jello for the week, I'll just get the five calorie sugar-free snack packs, especially the cherry flavor, which is my favorite. These are nice too because they are shelf stable, but be careful where you store them in your house. I left some in a warm spot once and they all turned to liquid. And guess what? When they're chilled back down, they don't turn back to a solid. Finally, I'll get the Raymond's too. These can be found at Walmart or Woodman's. They have some great flavors like they're tropical and then they're traditional. Both are great sweet snacks. One of my favorites is to take cherry snack packs, break it up in a bowl, and top it with fat-free Ready Whip. This is a great 25 or 30 calorie snack. I'll put two five calorie cherry gels in a bowl, mash them up, and top them with four servings of fat-free Ready Whip. Mix and enjoy. As I like to joke, when you're using fat-free Ready Whip, the little bit you spray in your mouth before you put the can in the fridge has no calories in it. Okay, sugar-free pudding. I love this product as a snack too. You can make this with milk, milk alternatives, or even just water. I've said this multiple times over the last few episodes. Skim milk is just white colored water. So if you're making something you would use skim milk for, you can use water. Will it taste as good? Maybe not. It might be a little different, especially compared to using whole whole milk or 2% milk. But again, it saves on calories. Another trick here is when I'm making my sugar-free pudding, I'll mix in some protein powder to add a little bit of protein as well as give it a little bit richer flavor. I especially like the brand Isopure Zero Low Carb for this because I see no reason to add additional sugar, but you could use whatever protein powder you wanted. For example, you could use PB2 peanut butter powder or a peanut butter flavored protein powder with chocolate pudding for a nice flavor combination. What I do is I just mix in a partial portion of vanilla Ice up here with water and then stir it into the jello pudding mix and let it set up and enjoy. I'll be honest, I've noticed the pudding is a bit more runny than normal, but it could be my water ratio, the lack of milk, or being sugar-free pudding. That said, it's not terrible, it's just a bit softer. For example, 
four half cup servings of chocolate sugar-free pudding with one serving of isopure vanilla and water gives you 55 calorie portions with seven grams of protein and seven grams of carbs and basically zero fat. All right, fat-free ready whip. I love this to top things like Jello, yogurt, or even a fiber one 70 calorie snack bar. It's just five calories per serving, but know that you are likely putting four to six servings onto your dish when you spray it. Just so you know, any whipped cream sprayed from the can directly into your mouth, like I said earlier, is calorie free. I'm just kidding, of course, but not completely. This is one where you can either weigh the item as you add it to the dish, so place the dish on your scale and spray the whipped cream on to see how much you're using, or like I mentioned in the previous episode, I'll write the date on the can. When I'm done using it, I'll look at how many times I logged it and determine how many servings I was using each time on average, and then going forward, I will use that as my serving number. All right, like I mentioned the savory snacks episode, Toast with light, I can't believe is not butter, but here I'll put a little bit of cinnamon sugar on it. It's the same as the basic toast recipe, but in place of salt, I'm using a little bit of cinnamon sugar. Depending on where I am in my diet or plan, I may or may not even log the sugar. I just have a shaker with a mix of cinnamon and sugar on the counter that I'll use. Granola bars, fiber one 70 calorie snack cakes like fudge brownie and birthday cake, or their Fiber One 70 calorie granola bars is great. They're high fiber, sweet snacks. I personally love the pretzel, peanut butter, and chocolate ones. Protein bars. Protein bars, you have to be careful with. Some of these are just glorified candy bars. I like to get Fiber One 90 calorie protein bars as a great low calorie protein bar option. I'll warn you, the texture and taste is not great. They're not terrible, but it's not as good as some of the high end protein bars partially because the protein to calorie ratio is so good. As a result, there's not a lot of other things in the protein bar. I love both savory beef and chicken jerky snack bars, as I mentioned in previous episodes, and the Fiber One bars as a great snack to throw in a pocket for when I'm on the go. As I mentioned in the previous episode, it's a great way to have a snack with you in case you don't have access to healthy food options. Like I said, Maybe when I'm out on a motorcycle ride and I'm, I'm jumping from place to place and I don't want to be tempted by unhealthy food on the road or get so hungry that I need to eat, I'll, I'll do that. Another one is frozen fruit. I'll get this to mix in with yogurt or fat-free cottage cheese. I laugh because when I was a kid, it seemed like only old people ate fat-free cottage cheese or cottage cheese with fruit in general, and now I love it. I feel like that's a sign I'm an old person now, but I hope not. One of my favorite ways to do this is 140 grams of 70 calorie blueberries thawed in the microwave, topped with a few packets of stevia, then mix in plain Greek yogurt or cottage cheese for protein packed, low to no fat late night snack right before bed to keep you full. I might even top this with some fat free ready whip too. Sugary sweet items, marshmallows. These are a great sweet snack for that sugar craving. Take the standard size marshmallow Those are 25 calories per each, so a great little sweet snack. I'll even snack on a few before and during a long run for a burst of sugary carbs. Hard-baked meringues are another great sweet snack. I love the Crunchy Melts brand for this snack. I only get the sugar ones, which are 20 20 calories per piece. There's also a sugar-free version for 10 calories each, but I've never tried those personally. Flavored yogurts are another great one too. There are so many to list that I can't cover all of them, but I'll highlight some of the core ones I like. In general, I get low-fat or fat-free Greek yogurt ones. I'll get both flavored and plain. I get these both in large tubs and individual portion cups, 
One thing I like about plain yogurt and flavoring it myself is I can control the sweetness and flavor profile. It also allows me to use it for savory things too. I'll often use plain Greek yogurt in place of sour cream. But for the purpose of today's discussion, I'll focus on the sweet versions. One method I love is one serving of fat-free Greek yogurt, three packets of stevia, and then cake batter extract. This is so good, it's almost like birthday cake flavor. I'll sometimes sprinkle in some fruit, either fresh or frozen, or some PB2 peanut butter powder for flavor and protein. I also like to get sugar-free cherry pie filling and mix that in with either plain Greek yogurt with stevia and extract flavor of choice like vanilla, cake batter, or banana. Or I'll get vanilla yogurt and mix in the sugar-free cherry pie filling. I like to get my sugar-free pie filling from Walmart. Their brand is good and low cost. There are other brands out there that taste a little bit better, but they're significantly more expensive, in some cases twice to three times the price. So honestly, the cost savings and the very little difference in flavor, I go with the Walmart brand for sugar-free pie filling. The Too Good brand yogurt has recently become one of my favorites. It's so rich and creamy and low in added sugar. Aldi has their own version of this for a great price in both plain and vanilla. So I'll usually keep both on hand. Kroger also makes what they call a yogurt dairy product that is low calorie, low fat, but it's clearly more processed product. There's also the Kroger Carbmaster individual ones in flavors like cinnamon bun, cherry, and banana pudding. Those are all great, and I find they make a great late night snack to satisfy that sweet craving and getting a little extra protein. Other options I like but are a bit higher in calories per portion size is the Dan and Light and Fit. The Dan and Light and Fit cherry is my favorite one. A great snack I recently discovered was Dan and Light and Fit cherry yogurt with some of the Hershey Zero Sugar Chocolate Syrup. It's like eating a bowl of chocolate-covered cherries. For all of the Dan and Light and Fits, they fall in the area of 70 to 90 calories per serving. Serving size may vary a bit based on how much fat and sugar content is in the yogurt. A new, even lower calorie option I've tried and and found to enjoy, but I think is a bit pricey, is the Dan and Light and Fit ones that are zero sugar. My issue with these are, you're paying almost $2 per serving for 50 calorie yogurt when you can get Kroger Carbmaster for 69 cents a serving, and that's roughly 70 calories per serving, or you can get a tub of all these two good yogurt at about a dollar a serving. Chobani also has a zero sugar option, but that's equally as expensive. I will say anytime I'm buying a zero sugar item like yogurts, I don't commit and buy a ton up front until I've tried them because some I've found to have a bit of a chemical-like flavor from the sweeteners they use. Halo Top microwave cakes are a nice little sweet warm treat as well. But here's a trick I discovered recently that's far more affordable. For the cost of two of those Halo Tops, you can buy an entire box of Pillsbury Fudge Brownie Mix and it makes 12 portions the same size as the Halo Top chocolate cake. I weigh out 45 grams of brownie mix for 170 calories, 7 grams of fat, and 38.5 grams of carbs, and 1.5 grams of protein. How does this compare to Halo Top? Well, the Halo Top microwave cakes are 170 calories, 7 grams of fat, 33 grams of carbs, and 5 grams of protein. So you're missing out on a bit of protein, but you're cutting down your fat and carbs. You miss out on a little bit of protein, but you're definitely cutting down on the fat. Then I'll take the brownie mix that I measured out, 45 grams, and I mix it with three teaspoons of water and microwave it for 45 to 50 seconds to get a warm, fudgy chocolate cake consistency. Again, you can top this with some Ready Whip, fat-free, or maybe the zero-sugar Hershey syrup. Yes, 
like I mentioned, my method might be a little more sugary and might have a little less protein. But if you're trying to hit macros that close that a few grams makes a difference to your success, you probably shouldn't be eating cake to begin with, to be honest. No judgment, just my two cents on that topic. I haven't tried it yet, but I've read you can also do the same with cake mix as well. That is next on my list to try, but the cake mixes are higher in calories per gram versus brownies. So I've not rushed out to try it. And honestly, the box of brownie mix is going to last me for a month or two in the fridge. Finally, they also have a zero sugar version of brownie mix and cake mix, which saves you about 20 calories per portion. But the cost is drastically higher, and, I, and I'm also concerned the flavor may not be as good, so I've yet to try it. I probably will someday, but not yet. All right, Snack Factory Dark Chocolate Pretzel Crisps. I'll warn you now, these are so easy to overeat because they are so good. So I only get these on rare occasions. This is one of those situations where I just accept that if the package says there's five servings in there, I'm likely only going to log three servings, and yet somehow the package is going to be empty. Why? Because a simple serving is five pieces, and I often am having one or two pieces while I'm weighing it out. It's just what I've come to accept. Again, because of where I am in my diet plan and my maintenance journey, not the end of the world. But this is why I tend to limit this to maybe once every other month. All right, Conject Gels. This is a product I love. I love the brand Every Day's Sweet Jelly C Conject Jelly, especially the grape flavor both green and regular grape. These are between five and 10 calories each and pack a huge boost of vitamin C. I usually get mine at H Mart, but you can also get them on Amazon for a really good price as well. Rice cakes. I like the big ones like sea salt and plain topped with different items like PB2 peanut butter, a nut butter, a honey butter, or savory with some sardines and tuna fish. But I also love to get the small mini ones, chocolate and caramel rice cakes as another snack option for when I want something sweet. But again, I know I tend to overeat these, so I limit when I have them around the house and how often I get them, and I try to watch my portions closely. Another tip I'll give you for the larger rice cakes is, put them in your toaster for a few seconds. They get a little bit warm, a little bit crispy, and they have a bit of a toasted flavor, and then they are even better than you can imagine. For the chocolate and caramel rice cakes, I predominantly get the Myers brand or Ollie version of those, both for price and calories. Somehow the Quaker brand tends to be much higher in calories and far more expensive. All right, Halo Top or Enlightened Ice Cream Bars. Just be careful because some are much higher in calories than others, so always read the label on these. I will also test these before committing because the sweetener they use does not sit well with my stomach and not with a lot of other people's. So I've had situations where one bar and you're fine, Two bars or a whole pint, and you are on the toilet for the evening. That said, Halo Top has recently changed their formula, and I've had less of an issue with this, and I also find it to be a lot creamier and better tasting. So I guess double win there. Aldi's light ice cream is a nice option, but I've not gotten this in a while because, frankly, the texture and flavor is not as good as Halo Top. I find it to be overly firm, icy, and lacking in flavor. But again... If you're looking for something to satisfy that sweet craving and you don't want a ton of calories, this is a good option. It's not terrible. My One of my favorites that I have virtually every day after dinner as a sweet snack is sugar-free fudge sickles. This is my main go-to for a sweet ice cream snack. I like that you can eat two bars for 80 calories, and I'll do this almost every night after dinner, like I said. Also, sugar-free bomb pops are the same as fudge sickles and calories and are a great alternative, but I only get these in the summer. 
It's just always been my routine since I was a kid. You eat Bomb Pops in the summer. They also have low-calorie Dreamsicles like Blue Ribbon brand, which is 70 calories per bar, versus Kemp's, which is 80 per bar. While it's small, the 10-calorie difference might as well save those calories for something else. Not a huge impact. Flavor's just as good with both. Yaso bars are another great ice cream treat, and they pack a nice amount of protein as well. Each has 5 grams of protein per bar. I don't get them often, only because 400-calorie bars are $5, while for $6, I can get 9 80-calorie portions of sugar-free fudge sickles, which I think is just as good or better, and the deal. I will say, when it comes to Yaso bars, I do love their birthday cake flavor, as well as their sea salt caramel and their cookies and cream. They are so good, and they make a great sweet treat. I like their chocolate ones as well too, but if I'm gonna get a Yasso bar, I'm gonna go probably for a flavored one. I really wanna try their pistachio brittle, but I've yet to see it in stores, and the only way I've seen you can get it is ordering it online from them shipped to your house, and honestly, that just seems like too much of a hassle for me. I hope all of these options help you come up with some great low-calorie, healthy snack ideas when you're craving something sweet, both when you're on maintenance and on a diet. Again, like I've mentioned before, Variety and not completely limiting or excluding items will make this process and journey that much easier. Thank you for listening. Please join me again for future episodes. You can contact me at parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's all one word, parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at parachuteadvice. Again, thank you for listening, and please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.